guys, it's episode seven, and we are talking about feedback. Effective feedback during remote learning is possible. It is possible to make it personal, timely, specific, and task-related. It's even possible to make it effective. Over the last few years, I've been expanding my format for feedback. I have multiple ways I like to deliver feedback to students. It keeps them on their toes, and by rotating the different ways, it keeps them actively learning and engaged. Of course, I cannot take the credit for all of them. I'm sure I listened to some podcast or saw some Twitter posts that sparked these ideas, but I tried them and made them my own. Some are great, some are a flop, but I had to try. So here are some methods I use to provide student feedback in no particular order. One, the comment feature, a basic text comment that brings attention to something they did well or something they need to revisit. Sometimes, as I mentioned before, I send a gentle reminder to prompt them to get started on their work. If I'm grading when I know the students aren't online, I tag them in the comment by adding the at symbol and their email to send a message straight to their inbox. Now I just have to get them to check their email. The minor problem with this is that knowing their email takes a lot because our emails are by student number. But the easy answer is if you're grading, you probably have your gradebook open and you can easily type in the first three numbers and their name pops up. Two, if you notice in Google, there are two speech bubbles instead of one now. One, the blue one is for commenting as mentioned, and the other, the green one, is for suggesting. This is just a different form of feedback and very easy to do. Three, as mentioned in episode two for Screencastify, it's a go-to for me. I love to read my students' essays using Screencastify to provide them feedback. As mentioned, my students stated that I made more positive comments and they were able to review the comments and edits and set goals. I used the drawing tools to underline and circle items I'm discussing to focus their attention to that section. I also used this tool during conferencing. One time, my students were particularly thankful for Screencastify was when we were revising college essays. We could discuss their essay and they could focus on the content without having to make the edits quickly. At this point, they could go home and use the video to work on their revisions. They loved having this reference. Four, talk and comment. It's another great tool that works well with the comment function in any platform. Simply record your comment and copy and paste the link into the comment feature in any application. I use it to leave voice comments for students. They're able to listen as many times as they want and it helps them focus on the writing while listening to the suggestions. Five, another feature I like in Google is the Google Classroom private comment feature. This is a quick way to provide students feedback individually, much like the regular comment feature. I also like to use the class comment feature for errors or praise that can be delivered to the entire class because they all make the same errors. Six, in Flipgrid, I love the video feedback. I feel like if I send them a video with my face, maybe they'll be more inclined to leave a video of their face and not the ceiling. Seven, in Kami, you can leave multiple formats of feedback, video, voice, text, screencast, highlights, etc. Eight, last but not least, Google appointment slots. Thanks to our fearless director of technology for bringing this easy, super duper feature to my world. Setting up a Google Meet using appointment slots to conference with your students ensures you reach every student. Wait until after they reflect on their feedback to make this 
a super productive time and focus on what they really need to improve and how to go about it. So there are eight different ways to leave feedback. Okay, maybe it's overkill, but we also have to remember that it's great to have options. Now on the other side, how do I justify taking all this time to leave feedback when I know they're not even looking at it? Now I don't have all the answers, but here are a few things I do in my class. One, when students receive any feedback, they have to add it to a Google Keep checklist. I mentioned this in episode two, Especially when I take the time to make a Screencastify video, I want them to listen to it and reflect. By requiring them to create a Google Keep checklist with goals and editing points, they're able to open it later while writing or completing any activity or individual activity and make sure they pay close attention to those goals or steps. Two, if I send students comments on a document, I'd like for them to respond to the comment. This gives them a moment to reflect on the edit, and then they add this edit to their checklist. Three, this week I returned their research papers with oodles of edits to be made. They had to choose one piece of feedback and turn it into a question for a kicked collab on GimKit. I made this a two-part assignment. The first day they created the question in a Google Doc so I could review and provide feedback. The next day they were able to add it to the Kit collab in a find the error type question. We'll be playing this on Monday. Four, I'd like to try to make learning relevant to students. I know, how do you make editing writing relevant to students? Oftentimes it's not the content, but the delivery. I ask students to head over to Flipgrid and make a TikTok-like video teaching an aspect of editing based on the feedback they received. Some of them use TikTok to make their video, download it, and upload it. I know that sounds like a lot of steps, but it literally takes them like 10 minutes to learn how to edit the error, make a video, and post it. Then they have to comment on one another's in Flipgrid, so they learn about the other edits. Most of the time, I don't even have to ask them to watch one another's. They love seeing the videos from their classmates. Hi, did you send your feedback using talk and comment? Make them use talk and comment to reply. Six, use a Google Sheet to monitor their goals and reflections. I often use Google Sheets as a pre-made table. It's super easy. I don't have to like register how many columns I need or how many rows I need. I can simply use the Google Sheet and use as much as I need. I create headings like things I did great, things I need to work on, and ways to improve the things I need to work on. This is a great way to see student progress throughout the semester. And that's it. A few different ways to deliver feedback, a few different ways to make sure they look at it. I hope you find a way to sprinkle this throughout your assessments to keep your students engaged and learning. Ta-ta for now.